Welcome to the Rap Drugs Pod. A bonus app for you. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Todd, looking sharp this week. Oh, yeah, man. Got my best outfit on. Oh, nice, nice. This one, I I wasn't gonna I say know. that, but <laughs> can't tell. I don't have nice yeah. outfits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't just uh, left the suit jacket in in the closet, right? Yeah, the other two pieces are still at the store. Yeah, that's how you can tell Todd's not an intelligence agent. He doesn't have a single white shirt. they're all like ketchup stained and shit oh yeah (laughs) throw them out first wear (laughs) i'm no better mine are like yellow immediately white shirts nice yellow (laughs) neck and pits (laughs) yeah they're they're one wear too also yeah (laughs) they don't look like that they will at the end of the day eh? yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's Almost as bad as uh, watching, like, your views go up and down on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty <laughs> we, crazy. <laughs> yeah, we've got, like, what, 50 people at most watching our channel? Like, but yeah. they have to cut away from our views, too. <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly yeah. take away from our subscribers, subscribers, too. Who knows if that's what's up there. Yeah, that definitely seems know. like some shadow banning. We had like 40 subscribers at one point, and now we got 20. Yeah, 25. but don't worry. We weren't removed completely. I have seen some like eight-year-old videos made by the CIA that rank ahead of ours. But their titles kind <laughs> of <laughs> – I type in the exact words of our title, and theirs is just about the same topic. So. Yeah. yeah, and they play their, their documentaries, exactly. fucking trying to whitewash these uh, crazy psychos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's no way, there's no way YouTube is compromised. (laughs) (laughs) No way. You type in Alan Duels in the first, Alan Duels, first 1ST civilian director central of central intelligence. The video that comes up is this central intelligence agency's video. Yeah. That's about Alan Duels. Our video is like fifth or sixth, like after f- five or six of their other burner account videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucked up, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. They haven't shot me yet, and I called them out on Instagram. So maybe is they that got right? A lot of, yeah. Yeah. The other, when I put that one trailer up, uh, I took it down now because I'm like, I don't know. I was really, got really high and paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I wrote, hey, FBI, like, subscribe, and set us up. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I shouldn't really call them out that directly. Like, I did in the video already. Like, I shouldn't also do it in writing on Instagram (laughs) permanently. So I deleted (laughs) it before, uh, yeah, someone catches on to the fact we exist. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you watch one of the... I forget which video exactly that was. A couple weeks ago. If you watch that video, though, you'll you'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I've easily after my internet searches, I'm in the NSA database. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Like that's the one reason. That's the main reason why we're in Canada. Like, ma- mainly because we were born here, <laughs> but also because yeah, <laughs> we can do the research we can from hopefully the protection of our borders we might get extradited but like as long as we don't (laughs) look up any anything crazy like what are they going to extradite us for using the internet wrong (laughs) 
like we're not looking up terrorist shit or fucking how to spy. <laughs> yeah. We're just looking up stuff that actually fucking happened. Yeah. We're just yeah. researching the history of the CIA. You're probably more likely to get searched up by NSA for like how to get more followers on YouTube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part it's of their Facebook. Uh... Is Facebook an FBI operation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's on this track and trace. Control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, I just can't believe still, I can't believe Facebook wanting my photo ID. And they know everything about me too. It's just like us. It's just like putting their balls on my mouth and being like, well, you got to kiss them if you want back on. Yeah. Yeah. You tried to change your birthday. <laughs> you tried to change your birthday to January 2020. Nope, you're under 13 years old now. And you, <laughs> even though you've been on Facebook for more than 13 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you think their computer would have been like, hey, there's yeah. an error here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you, you can't do that. <laughs> some, you would think there'd be some sort of co- fail-safe coding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like, no, <laughs> six-year-old baby cannot <laughs> create a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> like, don't people have accounts for their babies and shit? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably not on that'd Facebook. Be, that's probably that's intense. <laughs> Maybe I'm you looking at the wrong accounts. <laughs> 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 Definitely, NSA is going to be after me. <laughs> oh yeah. I've been Why is this guy up, looking at baby accounts? I've been, searching, <laughs> I've been following my friends' baby accounts and searching up Crystalia news. So. <laughs> The police are knocking at my door at the moment. Too many red flags, yeah. Oh, excuse me, someone's knocking at the door. Aggressively. Aggressively. Yeah, Yeah, luckily I don't have to be scared of answering because of my skin color. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, definitely pedos deserve to be shot, so that's unfortunate. (laughs) <laughs> like if only the police were like fucking racist against pedophiles <laughs> yeah that'd be way better yeah, exactly of- <laughs> exactly instead of yeah. everyone who isn't exactly like them and even <laughs> some people who are like them <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just like oh you're you're not what like me <laughs> <laughs> he was really tan Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've disgraced what my. You said to me. Yeah, I've disgraced my thumbery. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so stupid. Cops are the stupidest people out there. Like, mo- <laughs> there, there has to be some that are okay. Like, but they just shut up and put their heads down right now. And yeah. St- and the rest just fucking suck balls. And anyone who. Wants to become a cop is probably thinking twice now, even if they were a good person. Like, yeah. And that's that's the only unfortunate part. But that, that's probably still. the fucked up part is all the good cops are like, oh, I don't even want to do it anymore. Or people who would be good cops. And then you yeah. got these asshole cops who are just down for it. They're like, that's how the police are? I want to yeah. be one of those guys. At the same <laughs> time, like, I don't know if you've ever crossed or how many times you've crossed the border, but they definitely learn these fucking psycho manipulation tactics. Yeah. Like well, similar actually, to what social media uses on you. To I, get you like, I was I was talking help. to a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I was talking. Yeah. But yeah, you're talking to friends, sorry. 
that recently she she knows somebody who was going through this. She said like three days in, totally new guy coming out of those fucking classes. Like they just they just pretty much like they're like drill sergeant you, just scream at you for a few days to see if you can handle yeah. it. Yeah. And then put, put fucking it's in your butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do pull make some frat moves. Make you fucking pig. Make you search spots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, have to Everyone has to strip job. search each other. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do this on the job here. Whoever fits the biggest thing in their butt doesn't have to search someone else's butt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the kind of things that go down there. But yeah, definitely they, they learn the psycho manipulation tactics. Oh yeah. So they can tell if you're lying or not immediately by yeah, testing sure. you, by testing you, stress testing you. So it's funny that they'll use that they'll give that kind of intelligence away to like border agents and police officers like have a license to kill instead of being, yeah. not being taught that and being taught not how to shoot. Like why would they make all these people so weaponized, let alone give them all the <laughs> weapons? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the craziest part to me. Like <laughs> is the weaponry these guys have just the Sometimes. psychological tactics they teach these guys. <laughs> oh yeah. To just to it's psychologically abuse people until they admit to things that they may or may not have even done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, is there anything else you really wanted to go hard about other than IG just being assholes right now? <laughs> also saying yeah. you're going too fast. Like they're at least upfront about it, unlike YouTube. YouTube's just totally yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I just like hey we're gonna block you because you didn't pay us to promote you're trying to do it yourself fucking <laughs> yeah yeah I wish yeah I wish I was more of a a Twitter fam kind of guy knew Twitter better yeah I like, got my own account I follow some sports stuff I follow some comedians that's kind of fun yeah yeah uh, but yeah other than that like I I don't I don't really fuck with Twitter yeah as much yeah. IG yeah, was sure. dope back in the day when it came out and like Facebook really sucked balls at that point immediately. It was like 2009 or 10. Like as soon yeah. as it came out and it was only like food pictures on like flip phones for some people. Yeah. <laughs> that was when, that was when IG was the dopest and Twitter was like just getting started out. Like, and it was only like Wiz Khalifa and like fucking stuff like that on there. And YouTube was all fucking <laughs> like some guy in my high school, Dan Shim. Uh, he got famous on crip walking on YouTube, like is that right? And then <laughs> just doing other videos, stupid videos after that, like so that was some funny yeah. shit. But yeah, like just the times back then to now, where it's like such a platform they have to like flex their muscle and may or may not be like government contraptions. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy organizations. Been, definitely been handled like some of the people within the organizations openly yeah, admit for sure. being told about it like if you you can look it up for google specifically yeah <laughs> but yeah i'm sure the same thing goes down at facebook and instagram because they own it and probably even whatsapp because they own it like yeah yeah for yeah. sure so yeah some ridiculous shit there but yeah Re so. reddit i don't uh who knows it, it may be the the only place that's unscathed but at the same time it has to be at this point it has to be just like the joe rogan experience like yeah whether or not it's it's been weaponized is a different question completely but like it's watched it's tainted <laughs> yeah for sure yeah 
Like they, they try as much as they can, eh? Exactly, exactly. Like, and yeah, they, they try as much as they can. You just put it, put it right nail on the head there. Yeah. <laughs> and then anything they can't, they try and vilify. Like yeah. those, the that, extreme, extreme stuff. <laughs> yeah, that really ne- le- leads me, us into uh, kind of a few things. Like, do you want to go over like more down that route before we kind of get into the drug busts or yeah like you want to talk about about... china india for a second before we get into that same kind of topic sure we'll do china india and then we'll go back to that because yeah i read this crazy article today that i shared with you where before i was reading it was like 40 deaths now india's saying 20 deaths and (laughs) this is a global news article so like a common canadian news thing so yeah. the clash was the deadliest between the two countries in 45 years. India said 20 of its soldiers died. China hasn't released any information. So soldiers brawled with clubs, rocks, and their fists at 42, <laughs> 70 meters above sea level. That, but that's no the craziest thing to me. Yeah, yeah it's a melee fight. Yeah. No shots were fired, but they're, they're fucking each the, other. It, it sounded that like it was like a legitimate discussion. Like the yeah. Chinese soldiers but, were somewhere they weren't supposed to be, and the Indians were like, hey, yeah, what are you yeah. guys doing the here? Chinese soldiers literally <laughs> weren't somewhere they were were not somewhere they're not were somewhere that they're not supposed to be. It wasn't mentioned once in this article. It was yeah? by Al Jazeera though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, so the sol- India, the soldiers carry firearms but are not allowed to use them under a previous agreement in the border dispute. So that's how disciplined these Indian soldiers are. They may have been defending their own lives, not using these firearms. Yeah. That's very potential. Like yeah. you're saying, it's also just as likely they were harassing the camp. Yeah. Because they were on Indian soil or disputed Indian soil. It's not yeah, Chinese it's, Indian. This, it's Indian yeah. and disputed. Oh, and is China's it? China's trying to prop up India. Yeah. No, it's China's Kashmir. trying to prop up Pakistan. It's, it's the... It's is that not right? Some sort of valley. Pakistan, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a miss. Yeah. Kas- Kashmir is a... It doesn't say the valley specifically either in this global news article because it doesn't. So, maybe it from, doesn't want us looking into it more. <laughs> from what I understand, uh, there's a province called Kashmir and Jammu, and the western portion that's more Kashmir is uh, disputed between Pakistan and India, and then the eastern portion, which yeah. is is a, is disputed between China and India. Yeah, yeah, exactly. An uneasy and, truce. Yeah, and so what that's all about too is uh, water. Kashmir and Jammu is pretty much where all the water comes from for India and Pakistan. Nice. And so, yeah, they, that's Water's just what so the fight's important. about. Yeah. That's what it's all about, yeah. And that must be why China's going so hard building some camps there. Ch- but yeah. China, yeah. China wants to prop up Pakistan because of economic deals they've made. But also exactly. I was reading... Well, access that- to the water is important for them. And they, if they give them economic deals, they can kind of control them economically the same way that, U.S. does to thing. other countries. I... I yeah, like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what if you were know, you reading? Sorry. All right. Well, well, just just for the, the the Pakistan and China thing. One one thing I know about their economic deals, like China's been building a lot of naval ports, and basically they'd give them a loan, and then when the people didn't pay the loan back, they would say get them to sign a contract where they own the naval port for the next hundred years. Wow. So it's like that was a classic British move, like how Britain used to own Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened to Pakistan. It's a it's a life lease, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's very common, yeah. And even in business. Of, 
they've built a ring around uh, India, where Sri Lanka, which is on the southern tip of India, is another place they have a similar port. But yeah. Uh, anyways, back to the, the disputed area, the eastern portion that's between China and India. What I was reading there from an Indian source that was trying to explain why China wants it yeah. uh, basically was that that portion of land that China wants uh, is higher ground. So if they control that, they can easily invade the rest of the province at any point. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and if you ask me, I don't even think China should be that far west. Like that, that region is like where they're also the, the Chinese controlled part just north of there is, is where the, the, the Uyghur are or the Uyghur and they're doing all the fucked up camps. Like I, I feel like that part is like a Chinese colonialism, all the yeah. Western portion. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and that may be, and that's probably why the reason there's increased Ch Chinese presence there. Cause they were kind of trying to dispute that like, Oh no, we didn't have as many vehicles in the region as you're saying, like this yeah. and that, but like, we know the U S has satellite pictures. So like the, yeah. the U S is siding with China and, but we also know India's got their own satellites and connections with Russia through military purchases at least. So, they yeah. may be on either side. Either way, they yeah. access to plenty of satellites. I, I feel like on. they both one know of the most. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. What were you saying, Tori? You feel like the most? I was just gonna say. <gasps> I feel like the the relationship between Russia, China, India, and the U.S. is like probably one of the most complicated in the world. Like, yeah. U.S. and Russia seem to could go either way on both of those guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, so yeah, and then um, I don't know what do you what do you want to hit? So that that's really good covering that. We could go deeper, but let's skip to the next. Yeah, well, let's move on. Get boring. Yeah. Uh, do you want to cover the conspiracy that's going on right now, which is or um, some facts that came out on something that happened here in Canada? Uh, let's do the conspiracy. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So this yeah. one's kind of, uh, goes along with kind of stuff we've learned already, but different. It's like psyops. Yeah. So there's right now there's this summer 2020 fireworks conspiracy. Uh, knowyourmeme.com is where a lot of the information is kind of compiled where I'm looking at right now. Cause there are a lot of articles out and that's what kind of got me into the thing already. But at the same time on Twitter, I've been seeing, uh, things that are counter to the article. So the articles are saying like, oh, all these laws changed and that's the reason why there's such an increase. But these videos show like police presence at firework areas and then right. fireworks seem to be going off at and around police station. So is it a tactic against the police by people or a tactic used by the police? against people who knows who knows it's yeah hard to, hard to say either way in that light but anyways it it reminds people of vietnam and parallels to waco so that whole kind of crazy yeah psyops tactic government sanctioned psychological operations yeah uh, people think it's designed to deprive the sleep of demonstrators for the george floyd blm protests <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah very well could be other people I mean, if they're going off all night, 
And yeah, other people think it's like a surge in fireworks to the marketplace also because of cancellation of big shows. Yeah. So and now I, a lot of fireworks have to go out there on the cheap because they already would have made them or prepared for them because these shows buy so far and ahead. Yeah, could be Deposit both. so far and ahead. That could have been created and designed to so people do it to themselves. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the law has also changed recently, so that's what it is. Exactly, but yeah. yeah. Complaints about unseasonal fireworks date back to April 2020. So that's somewhat surprising because I thought this all this George Floyd stuff started in May. I'm not totally about sure. A month ago. A month ago. Yeah, so April 25, Facebook user Laura Sosto shared a video in upstate Manhattan. Over the next few weeks, others continue shared videos of late-night fireworks throughout New York City. So maybe people thought they could get away with it from less police. On May 7, fireworks from a condo building in downtown Brooklyn at 12.45 a.m. That's nothing, really. That's early. On May 21st, Gotham has published a report of reports of fireworks throughout New York City. They wrote, in the weeks preceding and following the 4th of July, New York's New Yorkers generally grow accustomed to the bangs and booms erupting from illegal rooftop fireworks. But well before the end of May 2020, some parts of the city are being subjected to large-scale firework displays late into the evening, and residents are increasingly fed up. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it seems like because Corona hit, there was some sort of fireworks leak in the marketplace. <laughs> yeah, people bored as fuck in their houses. But yeah, spread. Definitely. Over the next few weeks, residents in New York City continue to complain about the fireworks. On June nine, if you're LA popping fireworks, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Receive twenty four thousand likes, eighty six thousand retweets, and less than one month. Social media is like this continued. Who the fuck is giving? Fireworks every night. I can't say that one word. 157,000 likes and 39,000 <laughs> retreats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starts with the N, the word I can't say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Then people start making connections here. Around this time, some began posting conspiracy theories that allege the police are responsible for fireworks. For example, on June 14th, Twitter user Audrey King consp tweeted, conspiracy theory, what if cops are the ones setting off these massive fireworks display every night seeing how long it will take for the community to ask for their help and then they'll swoop in and save the day on june 29 twitter says bz says blm answered a question about the fireworks due to the riots looting and thanks to the government and then tifa they left truckloads of fireworks behind that's why so many people have their hands on them and elites are dropping them off on every corner to keep the mayhem going be safe y'all martial law is coming <laughs> And yeah. then yeah, it goes it goes deeper into the the conspiracy. Uh, the search interest is is thought to peak again, but it kind of peaked and then died off. But June, it says this is from Google. Uh, values for this point have partial and complete data available. A hundred searches for twenty twenty fireworks. So yeah, there's nothing. There's not. It may or may not be totally crazy because it's been going on for a while, but then again, who knows? This is know your meme, so some eight intelligence <laughs> agent might have wrote this. Like, yeah, the backstory. <laughs> yeah. So posted all those backstory tweets. They might have been planning ahead for the movement. <laughs> who knows? They but just yeah. want people to think they're doing more than they are. 
Exactly. We've also heard George Floyd is personal beef, so <laughs> for sure. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that's a really unfortunate shit. Either way, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're embracing the tactics, even if it was uh, whatever else. But yeah, before we get into what's probably some old news about drug bus and everything, just wanted to touch on this one quickly too, because it was about what seems to now be an undercover operation with the Nova Scotia shooter. Yeah. So yeah, anyone who watches Joe Rogan might have also seen this on Coli and Noir. But yeah, be, being here in Canada, our dad kind of sent it, to, sent it to us on the weekend. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, happy Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Nova Scotia shooter case has hallmarks of an undercover operation. Police sources say the killer's withdrawal of 47000 was highly irregular and how an RCMP agent would get money. So yeah, yeah, but for forty-seven thousand in cash, which is crazy, and he, yeah, this man killed twenty-two Nova Scotians in April. Yeah, so kind of looks like this guy might have been undercover or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, why was he getting paid off that much in cash? That's just gone. I mean, was it like? Was he part of a uh, criminal organization or was he working for the police in an undercover? I think it's the only question here right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously something was going on. Yeah, exactly. Something was going on for sure. Sources in both banking and the RCMP say this transaction is consistent with how the RCMP funnels money to its confidential informants and agents and is not an option available to private banking customers. So that's the crazy that's a crazy thing that that it says. It seems like this is just for <laughs> that type of thing. Like what what does it mean? Why how is it not available to private banking customers? It's only available to public government ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, court documents show Wartman owned a New Brunswick registered company called Berkshire Broman, the legal owner of two two of his vehicles, including one of his police replica cars. Whatever the purpose of that company, there's no public evidence that it would have been able to move large quantities of cash. So that's kind of weird. It, it even there's no public evidence. So why even bother saying yeah. anything? <laughs> why even point that out? <laughs> weird. This that's article the weirdest says that. part. Why does this yeah, article say that? A, yeah, wouldn't if that is the normal way for them to do it? Isn't there also evidence of it though? Don't they have paperwork? Yeah, it goes along it with could it. be some other way, but it just, why does this article say, whatever the purpose of that company, there's no public evidence that it would have been able to move large quantities of cash. But the other thing is Wartman also ran his own denturist business. There is no reason to believe it would require him to handle large amounts of cash either. Okay. So it's really, that's the why they also think like maybe he's getting it for purchases. like making purchases but at the same time it could be forgetting those illegal activities and setting up the people who built the cars for him and maybe because like that would be completely illegal building a replica rcmp car yeah if he uh, truly did true. build it and it's not a real rcmp car that they're just saying is a replica yeah but uh <laughs> that those people could have convinced him otherwise and maybe he thought he was compromised and 
went crazy over it. And that's why he went on this shooting spree. Yeah. But yeah, this is it's hard this to say. Crazy. So, uh, Amouni familiar with techniques used by force and other counter operations, but not with details of the investigation and the shooting says Wardman could not have collected his own money from Briggs as a private citizen. A second Mountie who does not know the first one, but who has also been involved in CI operations, also believes that Wardman's ability to withdraw a large sum of money from Brinks is an indication that Wardman had a link with the police. That's tradecraft, the Mountie said, explaining that by going through CIBC intra, Intria, the RCMP could avoid typical banking scrutiny as there are no holds placed on money. That's what we do when we need flash money for a buy. We don't keep stashes of money around the office when we suddenly need a large sum of money to take, to make a buy or something. That's the route we take. I think with the branch transaction, you proved with that single fact that he had a relationship with the police. He was either a CI or an agent. Hmm. So I, I thought that right away with the replica car. I'm like, maybe that's a real car and they're just saying it's replica, but it's possible yeah. guy and that was organizing for a buy. There's photos of him collecting money from Brinks Yard. March, <laughs> March 30, 2020. So who knows? Maybe he had a lot of fucking bills to pay being a CI. And with yeah. fucking whole uh, collapse, he kind of gunned everything down. But yeah, it seems like he was planning it all along if he had some sort of car there. Or he was an RCMP agent. Uh, Canadian retail banking expert. There's a lot more on it. Uh, th that was just two RCMP agents who didn't want to be named because they're probably going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that if someone comes in with large sums of cash, that stuff is not kept quiet. You don't want that. Maybe what the RCMP was doing is they thought they could keep things quieter by transferring funds via Brinks. Still an active ongoing investigation, said Corporal Jennifer Clark in an email on Friday. All investigative avenues and possibilities continue to be explored, analyzed, and processed with due diligence. This is yeah. to ensure that the integrity of the investigation is not compromised. We cannot release anything more related to your questions. McLean's reported earlier this week that sources say Wardman had social relationships with Hell's Angels and with a neighbor, Peter Allen Griffin, who recently finished serving part of a seven-year sentence for drug and firearm offenses linked to La Familia, a Mexican cartel. <laughs> Sources say Gryphon printed the decals that Wardman used on the replica RCMP cruiser he used in his rampage. Sources say that RCMP in New Brunswick, not Nova Scotia, recently took operational control of investigations into outlaw bikers in the Maritimes, which means that Nova Scotia Mounties may not have been aware of any connection to Wardman. <laughs> so crazy. That's intense. Yeah. Informants are never paid more than a couple hundred at a time, said a person briefed on RCMP agents. Anything over 10000 is agent money, which makes a lot of sense. Like $475,000 to a CI? No, he sounds like a hired contractor. <laughs> or <laughs> potentially an agent. Weird that he's also a denturist, though. But maybe That's that helps him. Like, Maybe that helps you destroy dental record, denture. Dental records. Yeah. yeah, they bring people in. But good point. Oh, yeah. Maybe he didn't actually have anyone on staff or, or yeah. 
Anything. I want to hear someone that actually fit, he fixed their teeth. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he was in the news before, too, a long time ago. For what? Another Mountie says, this guy always wanted to be a Mountie. He was acting like a Mountie. He was doing many things. It's clear to me that something went wrong. So maybe he was in it, a like contract, and then he got fucking let go. But, yeah, that's a dope-ass McLean's article. Uh, I just closed all these shits, but we'll put the three links in there. And yeah, yeah we'll have them If you want to read into the whatever, what what is it called? Uh, the fireworks conspiracy. Because the other two, oh, yeah. like, you can only read what's out there. Like the China one, like Todd said, like check India News, check Al Jazeera too. They, they're yeah. usually done by a source. Uh, you can get a better link than Global News. They didn't really give a lot of the info, just what's been yeah. fit out by other people. Uh, just what China's putting out. Yeah, exactly. China exactly. <laughs> Canada's, Canada's trying to play both sides in the U.S.-China economic war. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, it's a pretty serious economic war right now. Like, that's the other thing with that Andrew Schultz clip, going back to China, before we get into, like, some drug bus shit. Yeah. Like that, did you see that? Andrew Schultz video where he I watched it. He so he chirps the celebrities very yeah. well. Do they should have knew what they were doing after that Imagine video? Like, yeah, that was the stupidest fucking shit on the planet. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, all these celebrities. For everyone who doesn't know, bunch of eight, uh, I don't know D list celebrities <laughs> went on and and said they take responsibility. Yeah. for everything that's going on. Jesse Pinkman's not D-list. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had a couple yeah, yeah. couple people. Kristen Bell, she's pretty prime time. But I, I don't know. know I only knew like notch. two or three of them. Yeah, yeah. You're on the <laughs> same boat as Charles. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you got the shirt on to match. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the take on the the marketing was pretty interesting. Like obviously a very funny take. But so what was his take? Should we say his take first? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, just, just that he's like, pretty much that these companies are are uh, virtue signaling, fucking, when they when they try to support, I don't know, leftist ideologies and say they support fucking gay rights and and like equality and stuff like that, and then they don't represent that in the upper echelons of their company or when they do business in other or countries. Yeah. And yeah, they're to to a degree he's right, but at the same time, like especially to the points on China, like you have no choice but to cave to whatever China tells you to if you want to do business there. So like during a but like why do we want to do business there? Well, during an economic cold war, don't you want to extract funds and or maybe you're required to have some sort of propaganda or espionage get into China? At like, the cost of our ideologies, though? Yes, especially if it's propaganda. <laughs> like, Disney, <laughs> Disney, especially. I would not be surprised for a second if they're pushing propaganda messages. <laughs> On the, you think they're pushing American propaganda through the movies? It, wh- whatever way possible, if they get paid right way. It's a product placement, baby. They don't, care. they don't care if the U.S. government's paying them or if Coca-Cola's paying them or if yeah. gay rights advocates are paying them. Like. Or if China's paying them. That's yeah, the thing. exactly, exactly. Like this. And the, the remember, problem, though, Walt Disney supported Nazis, so like he's a terrible person with no ethics. <laughs> yeah. Like so, yeah. Of course, they're virtue signaling. <laughs> I think. I think mostly what he was trying to say, though, was just like, 
of course they're gonna do these things and like listen to china and stuff it's just like don't pretend like you're better than everybody and you're you're not you're actually well, for these ideals unless should, you're gonna run your company like that well should they should well yeah that's the one thing that is kind of tough because i understand that as well there's 100 percent institutionalized racism in the schooling system in like careers that people can get at organizations outside of these ones preaching or virtue signaling um because let's say you try to make a change but your board is like six pension funds <laughs> and then yeah. like maybe one ceo or two executives have enough shares to get a few people into the board as well so <laughs> you're gonna have these pension funds that have like x y and z requirement and all of those requirements are going to be like racist because they're institutionally racist racist it's like you have to be a harvard or an ivy league graduate in order to be like considered for our board you have to have 30 years of experience as a manager like <laughs> things that like black for like unfortunately black people have just never been given a chance to and or have been completely shunned from or blocked out through racist means and actions like like it's just okay. crazy it's not just a systemic it's a systemic thing like so yeah they, they're fucked up but would it be better if they did nothing and said nothing and didn't push for this sort of change like i mean living? it almost another point like that I do he think made was right. it almost doesn't matter yeah. if what they say because they're not changing anything pretend like they're about it but it's people have already decided what is going to change and then they respond to that that was That's another true. point he made i mean we're rioting and then they go oh we're supporting what's going on with the, That's, the see, riots it, I, it wasn't like they incited riots <laughs> yeah unfortunately it's hard to it's hard to get on board with the nike because yes it's a sweatshop operation but yeah they did support colin kaepernick like you can't deny they supported colin kaepernick way before this thing yeah people were burning their shoes over that shit <laughs> so that's, I mean, a, should that's, colin a, hard kaepernick that's of, a hard argument <laughs> should, should colin kaepernick have supported nike though no <laughs> No, like that's, that's what I mean. But at the same time, he, you gotta get paid. He's kind of a sellout. Get paid, but LeBron James, he's definitely a sellout, and he's they're all sellouts. He supports Nike. He's signed by Nike, and yeah. he also agrees with China. He's a China sympathizer. So yeah. he's, he's, he's probably with, toured the sweatshops. I'm a, <laughs> This is the only time ever I'd agree with LeBron James and support anything going on in <laughs> China. But at the, I think whatever means necessary like the u.s has to find ways to get into china and if but that's i i feel like they're they're attempting to do that and the opposite is happening china is is doing that to us like look at like yes. google google yes. goes over there and we're trying to be like don't censor chinese google and then google starts to censor american google right like but i think that they already are doing that type of shit either way. Yeah. But I do definitely think, like I've, I've said before, and this may or may not be racist, like let us know in the comments below, text or email <laughs> me, 
give us a good five star rating like but if you gotta hate like just comment or like email or text or call <laughs> yeah whatever's good there so yeah that that's i want to know if this is racist anyone from china could potentially be a spy <laughs> if they still talk to anyone in china because you like look at what they're doing to these two canadians right now michael spavor and what's his face the, another yeah. michael they're they are calling them spies and running them through the ringer for no reason at all uh, i like no who's this um two canadians one's like a business guy who like uh help people get connections with north korea oh through china okay. like china let yeah. this go on this whole time and then another guy who was like another business guy in china so like and all of a sudden the huawei person gets locked up these two guys get locked up the yeah. huawei person start starting to get in trouble in us these guys are starting to get in trouble in china yeah. So it's like kind of a pretty shitty situation to be in, but at the same time, like China decides whatever they want to decide. So if if they had to pressure you, if they pressured your family that was back in China, like how, like who's to say you're not going to be an asset? Yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying every person that leaves China is Jeffrey Epstein. I'm yeah. Saying, well, I don't think they so. We have to do. They're all spies, We have to do the same all... thing the other way. With corporations, yeah. like and and Disney movies, <laughs> and by hiring their companies and taking advantage of their labor, <laughs> like we, that's the like we're we're definitely losing the Cold War. Sweatshops, that's winning the Cold War. <laughs> Killing their yeah. people by working them to death, <laughs> I think that's the best way to win a war, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine feel like if I we went to war this. and you <laughs> fucking. <laughs> killed yourself like that's the fucking gee that's and then at the same time i got a new sweater <laughs> at the same time like yeah like, i cheaper. feel like i disagree with all of this <laughs> yeah. but yeah yeah exactly I, I i think it's tough to it's hard to argue with globalization and it's hard to agree with it at the same time yeah definitely but i but feel the like there's a is cringe is so cringeworthy yeah like, it's just nobody wants to hear it, I think is the biggest thing. It's like no one cares or wants to hear exactly. it. Exactly. The lobbyists, <laughs> I think there needs to be lobbyists saying this stuff <laughs> to change yeah. the policies. But And yeah, if you do change your corporate policies, feel free to announce that on a newswire, not a fucking 30-second commercial during SNL. <laughs> yeah. Like, agree, <laughs> agreed on that for sure. But like the virtue signaling is is a lot better though than like chick-fil-a donating to gay rights advocacy and those type of church groups <laughs> or doing nothing <laughs> doing nothing at all saying like we don't side like because we yeah. want to agree with get more customers like like look at joe rogan like he speaks his mind like these companies may not be speaking their mind <laughs> it might yeah. be a molded that's the problem society of their like, of what they want their customers to hear <laughs> But as long as they're not like saying like, uh, go vote for this guy <laughs> or <laughs> that type of thing, like, I don't think yeah. it's a problem. I th like, they're not abusing. You don't think they're platform. doing that though? I don't think they're abusing their platform. No. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think defunding the police 
and re like put redistributing the funds throughout other social support systems is definitely a better plan. And I think anyone who supports racist ideologies is dumb. But I also do agree. Like I can't argue with the the fact that the new NASCAR kind of makes me upset after that FBI investigation. But is the FBI racist? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so like there was a new the news that was Bubba Watson's thing was found October uh twenty nineteen. Yeah. I guess it was there for a whole year. Or yeah. whole eight months. And it wasn't even an it was just <laughs> It sounded to me like it was just like a it rope was a garage that was used door to close the garage. Yeah, but they tied it like, as a new, so it was easy to pull. And yeah, who knows? Yeah, Probably and, a KKK guy who made the rope, like <laughs> the rope. Like it was pro like definitely like yeah. they were allowed to have the Confederate flag all, all over the place up until two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, it was probably some racist ass prick who made the news <laughs> uh, eight months ago, but he didn't like make it because he's like, oh yeah, Bubba Wallace is gonna get this garage eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or maybe maybe it was an FBI agent who did it, and now they're covering it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake footage. NASCAR paid, the NASCAR, footage. Yeah, exactly. NASCAR paid FBI to do this. Uh, yeah. So they could get some good marketing. Because that's all it seems like to me. It's <laughs> like, oh, no, we didn't get enough likes or follows from the, from the dropping the Confederate flag. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, uh, we need to keep pushing that message. Yeah. Oh, we got a rain delay? Oh, perfect time to come out with this story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looks like a yeah. noose, right? <laughs> get some good pictures. <laughs> get some good pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That or it was like... The week after, it was like, oh, that didn't work out that well last week. Let's fucking <laughs> go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I 100% like, if you, anyone thinks that's racist, please tell me why. <laughs> the spy thing? No, <laughs> me saying this. <laughs> oh. Like, I definitely agree that someone making a news as a polling thing is crazy. <laughs> Yeah. That whoever did that is a complete psychopath and they should be put into an institution. Well, I don't think it's a <laughs> noose. I think it's just like a it's just like know, a handle. I want to hear their explanation. I want to hear their explanation. Yeah? <laughs> like how do you know how to make a noose? That's my question. That's Yeah, I don't that's know. That's just all I I guess if it was adjustable. If it yeah. was adjustable, that's what it's fucked it up. Looked, it looked like... Did you see the pictures of it? I didn't see today? it. Yeah, so I don't yeah. really know. Pictures came out today. It looks legitimately like a noose. Like, it's got, like, a bunch of coils and, like, a thing. So, I just... I saw the FBI's story. I heard Bubba Watson's story. I trust both of them. Like... What did he, did he say Watson. more on it? Is he still all upset? All this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd be upset, too. Like... Why is there a noose in my garage? Like, whether I guess. Or not it was there or not. Like, yeah, I guess. It was, yeah, if it was a... <laughs> like, how did no one look at that before I came? Even, yeah, like, true, yeah, <laughs> like, let alone the fact someone created a noose eight months ago or not, whether the FBI lied about that or not, yeah, <laughs> whether NASCAR's doing this as a marketing scheme or not. Like, I <laughs> agree that this guy is right. <laughs> Yeah, like this guy, one hundred percent has a right to feel this way, and everyone has a right to support him. Yeah, definitely. At the same time, no one has a right to support a noose, noose making, or the FBI, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're a hardcore homer. 
<laughs> Give me a reason why you should support the FBI. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> call, call the number below. Email me. Maybe don't set me up, but you guys probably are already at running that operation. So if you do, don't forget to like and subscribe like I asked as well. <laughs> if you could share as well, like share us. Yeah, get us out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get our names out there. Uh, Before you arrest us and murder yeah, us. Not on the most wanted or anything like that. Just like share us on your on your like FBI YouTube channel. Like link our channels together. Swapcast, something like that. Yeah. Does the CIA have a podcast? Yeah. I'd be down to link up with whoever's doing that. <laughs> Edward Snowden, we could yeah, probably get into the Russian CIA. What's that? KBG podcast or whatever oh, yeah. he's an asset for kgb podcast <laughs> yeah whoever he's an asset for he could probably introduce us to jislaine maxwell <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> 100%. yeah but yeah uh do we even have time to talk about drug busts i don't know what are we at i think we're like 50 minutes in yeah let's, let's just get into it let's get into it we're going we're going hard for you guys if you listen this far you deserve to hear about the drug bus now. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll cut this one up into clips. We're trying to get better at doing more work, but uh, we, we don't have any production assistance. We're looking for interns. If you want to learn video yeah. editing. If you, <laughs> you want to intern with us? Yeah, exactly, exactly. We got lots of work for you. Exactly. You can, you can get lots of credit as a video editor. Yeah, you, you can get a good stake in the pod. It'll be part of your, your whole portfolio there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're down. We're down. We're not greedy. We'll put, a, we'll put an agreement in writing. We just need yeah. you to commit the hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we can't afford money, but we can't afford equity. <laughs> and you yeah. will therefore make royal motherfucking teas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Royal motherfucking teas, or you'll steal our podcast from us because we're dummies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, this episode was supposed to be for the druggies. It ended up being for uh the conspiracy theory intelligence crowd instead so uh yeah. maybe we'll even have to split this one up into part one and part two since we do that for the youtube anyways well i mean for the insta anyways instagram yeah we'll, we'll uh probably do it for the youtube and uh, yeah get a couple extra bonus pods out there then yeah so yeah for for that reason let's take a quick quick uh commercial break ad roll todd <laughs> No All right. of these drug busts <laughs> and talk about like whatever our first ad is we'll insert it here later <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely whatever weed supplier they want to hook up with us legal or illegal same with mushroom suppliers like we're cool with one of these pharmaceutical companies uh yeah or not <laughs> you, can, you can't advertise here yeah exactly <laughs> come town's got cushy dreams <laughs> <laughs> be down to be your next sponsor cushy dreams uh what's it red light holland the guy, ceo of that he got hooked up with high times for a podcast either of those guys if you want us to sponsor we're down for truffles or yeah reading your high times magazine on the pod <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're going to uh do the dirty back soon <laughs> all right good little tea break there for your uh commercials <laughs> back to it back to the pod we're gonna yeah. talk about some drug busts here some yeah, exactly. good old-fashioned drug busts we'll some of the, the world's biggest 
We'll get in the bonus material. The stuff all you druggies been fiending for. Just waiting for us shooting the shit about fucking the latest. (laughs) The latest. (laughs) This weekly. All right. So, yeah. Uh, More Canadian news sources. Globe and Mail. One of our uh, Canada's finest. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. From April 25th, 2013. So, somewhat old. But... It's some uh, interesting drug bus here. So what do they say? Nine infamous celebrity drug busts. Oh, yeah. So the first one of nine, Robert Mitchum, affectionately <laughs> referred to as Hollywood's first owner. Mitchum was already an established film actor and Oscar nominee. He's arrested for smoke and reefer at the home yeah. of actress Lilla Leeds in August 1948. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he was, like, one of the first people arrested for marijuana. It was apparently, like, a, just a publicity stunt. I was reading about it. Nice. Like Tom Cruise with coronavirus. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and Reed Wilson. Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. The whole crew got it and shit, supposedly. But yeah, that's crazy. An L.A. judge yeah. admitted him two years, of which he ended up spending 60 days behind bars. And upon yeah. it, simply picked up his acting career where he left off. So yeah, yeah, you see with both these people, it doesn't even affect them that much. <laughs> two months in jail is kind of shitty, though. But yeah, for sure. his jail cell in the picture. <laughs> Seems to be pretty chill. Jail was like not that bad back then. <laughs> yeah. Jail was yeah, better exactly. in the 50s. That was before all these gangs got hardcore. Yeah, it's still pretty good if you're friends with the guards. Let's be yeah, and, and white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which brings us to our next one, Matthew McConaughey. <clears throat> 209. Oh, Several yeah. years after his breakout role, good old boy stoner in Days and <laughs> rich white boy Matthew McConaughey was still doing research for the role. On October 1999, police were called to his home in Austin to investigate loud music playing. The cops found McConaughey playing the bongos and dancing nude. <laughs> they also found a small amount of marijuana, which led to charges of possession. He must have took all of the other drugs already luckily yeah i know <laughs> yeah he was just <laughs> yeah that's a good or he's job. just like a super crazy guy or yeah maybe he's just a nudist bongo yeah artist. just on a regular day that's what he's doing <laughs> yeah. i don't see how that was relevant to his rest to be honest with you yeah exactly <laughs> the loud music playing i guess maybe the neighbors thought he was a black person <laughs> yeah that's why the cops showed up so quickly <laughs> so fucking ridiculous <laughs> stupid ass cops yeah and he got arrested for a little bit of weed yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah they would have threw him into prison if he was black though but the drug charges <laughs> were eventually dropped and McConaughey paid a $50 fine for violating Austin's noise ordinance <laughs> <laughs> well yeah totally ridiculous shit uh Where's the justice? <laughs> no, no one deserves anything for marijuana, but if, if you're going to charge some people and not Matthew McConaughey, come on. Yeah. <laughs> charge, charge everybody or nobody. Let's be fair. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, the three of nine, Lindsay Lohan. The summer of 2007 was most unkind to the erratic Miss Lohan, following marathon of... Double A counseling and two stints in rehab. She was arrested by LA police 
for DUI and possession of cocaine and for driving with a suspended license. She posted the 25,000 bail and headed straight <laughs> for a third stay in rehab, which lasted three months. She eventually received one day imprisonment, 10 days community service, along with three years probation. <laughs> so yeah, even she got in, in like more trouble than Matthew McConaughey. I wonder what she had to do for community sexist, service. Sexist. <laughs> It was like her third time, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking around. Yeah, who knows? Ten days of it. And, I mean, Matthew McConaughey got arrested for weed. She was driving around with no license high on coke. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens, man. Shit happens. I wonder what she had to do. Possession of coke. Just you imagine? Just on the Matthew side of the McConaughey road. did all this cocaine. And Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, he, this was in his system. Yeah, it's it's a more it's more it's legal to have it in your system, but illegal to yeah. have it on unless it's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alcohol unless you're it's allowed alcohol. to have, but you're not allowed to have it in you. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I definitely agree with you. It would be ridiculous if anyone gets charged for weed. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan should have been in jail for a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <coughs> Rather than rehab. Yeah. Maybe people I should mean, just go first... to rehab instead of jail, though. Altogether. Not just rich white people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be the best thing for everybody. Cheers to that. Defund for the sure. police and send people to rehab. There you go. I'm all for that. Don't yeah. be locking up drug addicts. Yeah, exactly. Or fucking throwing people in jail who somehow are caught with drugs that were put on them by the police just just <laughs> creates problems there's more drugs in jail than outside of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> that got him through some guards butthole just because they like that yeah. kind of thing not because they had to put it in their I, I don't think the guards have to put it in their butthole <laughs> yeah it gives them a like rush it. it gives them a rush <laughs> <laughs> they want to feel included they've got like a hollowed out butt plug <laughs> They stuff it to the max. <laughs> Sometimes they use no lube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, But, uh, yeah, next on the list, Courtney Love, four of nine. Hell have no fury like a dead rock icon's widow on drugs. On October 2, 2003, ex-wife of Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain was held and then released by LAPD trying to break into the home of a male friend. A few hours later... Lovers rushed to the hospital for what appeared to be an overdose of painkillers. Cops charged her with unlawful possession of hydrocodone and oxycodone. She avoided jail by cutting a deal and entering an 18-month stretch of court-ordered rehab. 18 months of rehab. See, that seems like a fair charge. Yeah, that's, yeah. If only everyone could afford that. Like, let's yeah. get, let's, <laughs> instead of paying these stupid-ass lawyers who can't win a case... And yeah, the fucking judges and all this other shit. Like, let's just put them right into rehab right away. Yeah, the cops yeah. test the drugs, drive them to a rehab facility. There. Yeah, just drop them right off there. The police get to also stay funded, but we just take their guns away and all the military stuff. <laughs> Give that to yeah. squad only. You could hear more about that in our last clip about defunding the police. <laughs> Like it works if, in the UK. Why why don't you just only have Yeah, if, if if the Chinese military can uh can can fight border wars with mili- with batons, then so can the police. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian government can kill an undisclosed amount of Chinese soldiers with rocks. <laughs> the well, police should armed. be fine. Well, they're armed. <laughs> yeah. The police should be fine. The police should be fine. Like, that's cr- 20 of those Indian soldiers died and they had guns they could have shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we know if they shot, the Chinese government would have said that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, they shot us. They shot us. They, they shot us on yeah. our side of the border. It would have been a nuke in Kashmir. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh, yeah. that's the only fresh water that half those places have access to, probably. So let's Yeah, you can't nuke that. that. Yeah, that's That would destroy way. the whole per- point. Yeah. You'd, you'd have enemies on both sides. Yeah, that's what... Country. It's what Russia or the United States would do just yeah. to solve this problem. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, China would have already done it because of all those uh, type of people that live there that yeah. they're already treating like a freaking concentration camp. <laughs> like the yeah, Chinese. the Uyghurs or the Uyghurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So ridiculous. And you can hear more about <laughs> that too in the China pod. In the China pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the next uh, drug bust we'll keep it rolling because we could talk about how shitty the police are all day uh fine. yeah but <laughs> nicole richie two high profile drug busts seem to sober up paris hilton's party pal now the mother of two young kids and older fourth on the reality series fashion star in early 2003 richie was arrested in malibu for driving with a suspended license in possession of heroin <laughs> a felony <laughs> she beat the charges but three years later in december 2011 she was arrested again for driving a Mercedes the wrong way on a LA freeway exit ramp and failing the subsequent sobriety test. Richie admitted to being under the influence of Vicodin and marijuana, but told cops she was only taking them to curb bad menstrual cramps. What a girl. <laughs> I don't know, though. That's a... That's a, that's a bad that sounds topic. like a lie. <laughs> this this article is from 2013, so like, please excuse that what a girl comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then uh yeah six and nine misha barton fleetingly famous for starring on fox primetime soap the oc good show <laughs> yeah barton was arrested on december 27 2007 oh the day after boxing day come on i guess Americans. yeah that. i think that's why she had to leave the show yeah when la <laughs> cops noticed her straddling two lanes and failing to signal a turn Along with drunk driving, I think that's why they killed her, yeah. And driving yeah. without a valid license, she was charged with possession of marijuana. Barton spent several hours in jail before being released on 10,000 bail and later received three years of unsupervised probation, a three-month alcohol education class, and a 2,000 fine. Oh, and she hasn't worked since. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's, that's what got her kicked off. Yeah. Nice. No one wanted to deal with that. You're not famous enough to be doing this shit. Yeah. Who do you think you are, Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The worst thing is like the list seems to be like, let's put the two, let's put the two uh, fucking white guys at the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Then we'll have two white women, a woman of color, another white woman, and now we have a Hawaiian, Bruno Mars, seven of nine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Bruno Mars, the diminutive Hawaiian singer, built his musical career emulating Michael Jackson, but the king of pop was never pinched for coke possession. <laughs> <laughs> Little br- foreshadowing. Little Bruno's troubles 
began when a bathroom attendant at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas called police to report someone drug dabbling in one of the washroom cubicles. What a what a piece of shit! Like, why did why did this guy tell on him? Unless he's racist, Bruno he thought Mars, he was just some random black guy. That's true. Didn't Unless realize he was a famous Hawaiian. Unless Bruno Mars just didn't give him any money, like that might have also been a thing. You got to tip these guys, man. You gotta oh yeah, guys. true. If yeah. It, if uh, bathroom attendant, yeah, exactly. You got to tip the bathroom attendant. Be yeah, like, for hey, sure, buddy. man. I'm gonna. He's wiping some... your rich guy ass. Yeah. You I'm gonna be doing some blow cane in here. Do you want some? Yeah. Or do you want some money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, at least share. You gotta yeah, offer, exactly. offer to the, offer to the attendant. Yeah, I've only got enough for myself. Uh, here's here's twenty bucks. Keep six. Uh, <laughs> like obviously, they're gonna tell if you don't give them a good tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. If this bathroom attendant was double dipping, taking the tip and harassing, <laughs> that'd be even worse. He deserves yeah. to get his ass. Kicked. Yeah, he's the guy. Who deserves, <laughs> he's the guy who deserves these charges. So this is the crazy part, though. Cops came in and arrested him for having nearly three grams of cocaine in a bag on his person. So he definitely wasn't down to share. Yeah. <laughs> three grams. Yeah, a ton. Yeah. He was fucking ready to get litty. Uh, yeah. But Mars swore to officers and everyone else that it was his first time ever doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, he's got three yeah. grams of coke and he's never done it before. Yeah. I accidentally <laughs> bought way too much. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want some <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i asked only... for one portion and this is what they gave me <laughs> yeah and he only had the coke because he was already drunk i only had a thousand dollar bill on. no i'm kidding i think that's probably like a hundred dollars american if you if you're getting really cut up cocaine but he's probably getting pure stuff so probably a few hundred dollars <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> some crazy asshole <laughs> but yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know how he possibly bought that much without knowing he was buying that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he could have spent 100 bucks or less easily <laughs> and got a reasonable amount. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> he was ready to have a good night, but he only had the Coke because he was already drunk. He pled guilty, though, dumbass, and received a yeah. $2,000 fine, yeah. 200 hours of community <laughs> service, and the promise of the bus erased if he stayed out of trouble for a year. Weirdly, he looks happy as a Grammy winner in his mugshot. How come he didn't get to go to rehab? Yeah. What the fuck's that about? You know why. Because he's a wired. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Mostly. And because he pled guilty. <laughs> and claimed he was if, uh, it was his first time. You got to yeah. just be like, I am it, an addict. His lawyer told him, he was like, you're not getting away with this, man. Sorry. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just do it. He... Yeah, just he was cheap. He went cheap again. Yeah, he didn't pay the, the bathroom attendant. He didn't pay the lawyer. You, you, you fucked up, Bruno. Yeah, but yeah, this next one, Tatum O'Neill. I don't, I don't even know her. But yeah, eight of nine. So we're almost done the list. Sure, any arrest for drugs is embarrassing. Yeah, good. Yeah, right. Any drugs for, any arrest for drugs is embarrassing for the cops. But what <laughs> happens to a former? Oscar-winning actress who's 44 and mother of three, it's downright humiliating. On June 1, 2008, O'Neill, an Oscar winner for the 1973 film Paper Moon. This, so this article, whoever wrote this article, let me look it up. It's a jackass. So I have to look it up because this person won an Oscar and this Andrew Ryan wrote an article. Let me, I need to Google search him right now because he's a fucking t total pile of shit. <laughs> 
Like, what kind of piece of shit? What kind of piece of shit, racist. He's a he's a fictional character in Bioshock. So, like, he's pathetic. <laughs> not even a real person. <laughs> this piece of shit is a fictional fucking character who's <laughs> come come to write news articles that are racist and demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a pile. What a pile. He wrote an article about the OC. That's another thing he did. So like weird weird connection again. He really is into that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the Misha Barton vibes there. But yeah, what a, he's a pile of shit anyways. Uh, hate, <laughs> hating on hating on uh an Oscar winner when He's fucking wrote twelve articles for the Globe and Mail. <laughs> yeah, what well, fuck have you done, Andrew O'Neill? Yeah, exactly. Is that his name? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a. Is that his name? No, Andrew Ryan. <laughs> Andrew Ryan. We're oh, about... Andrew Ryan. Yeah, we're talking about Tatum O'Neill. Andrew Ryan's the pile of shit author who sucks. <laughs> Trying to chirp an Oscar winner, but yeah, she attempted to buy crack cocaine near her Manhattan apartment building. Which I can't, I can't lie. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) 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 The dealer was an undercover (laughs) cop, however. (laughs) She's ever done crack cocaine before. And they also found two more bags of drugs and a crack pipe in her possession. What? (laughs) So yeah, she's done drugs before. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely (laughs) was smoking crack (laughs) on the regular. Yeah, O'Neill, who has decades-long record of drug troubles, told arresting officers that she was doing research for a role. <laughs> she pled guilty to disorderly conduct, got off easy by spending two half-day sessions in a drug treatment program. See, that's that's fair, but not fair to all the black people, uh, <laughs> all the black women that go to jail, yeah. all the black guys that go to jail. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, yeah. Fuck jails. <laughs> 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 yeah. Defund the jails, man. Fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of the biggest problems. And, yeah, make sure you're not going to those dumb Scientologist uh, fucking rehab centers. <laughs> <laughs> look, it up, look it up. Look up the research. Look up the Scientology research, Drug Rehab Research Center. We'll do an episode on it later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is the nine of nine. Oh, yeah. And they also save a white guy for the last spot, too. <laughs> fucking anchor it out. Of course they will fucking listen. <laughs> this guy needs to eat fucking lead. <laughs> <laughs> suck, suck a fucking gun dick. <laughs> Pull the trigger. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not condoning any violence. Like, like yeah. Uh, you know, maybe blank bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to make him shit his pants. Yeah, exactly. He's probably into that kind of thing. <laughs> off. Um, to to these white dudes, but yeah. So nine of nine, Robert Downey Jr. Mercy. He's had brushes with drugs in the law. The rap sheet, June nineteen ninety six. Drunk driving, heroin possession, and carrying an unloaded. 357 Magnum handgun. Three years probation. Unloaded. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, J- July yeah. 26, trespassing. Just for scaring protection. people. Yeah, exactly. This is nothing <laughs> to do with drugs, this one. July 1990. So I don't even know why it's in this article. 
July 1996. Trespassing charge for breaking into a friend's house and passing out in a child's bed. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird. That friend's a fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> How is that a friend? That's not a friend's house. That's not a friend. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a friend. You would just flip him out of the bed and push him down the stairs if you were a true friend. Yeah. You, know, he was you wouldn't really call the it. news and tell them. Yeah. You <laughs> wouldn't give him a trespassing charge. You'd put him in a yeah. fucking laundry hamper and push him down the stairs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And open the front door, hope he goes out. July 1996, (laughs) arrested for walking out of drug treatment program. That makes sense. So that's when people get arrested. Yes. Yeah. That's that's when you you probably don't even need a cop to do that either, like a social worker could. For sure. (laughs) Someone who knows how to handle people who have mental health problems. Uh, Yeah. Because that's all criminals really usually are. Yeah. yeah. December 1997, skip mandatory drug test, four months in L.A. County Jail. March 1999, violated his parole, sentenced to three years, served one. Why, are they, why do they have to hate on that stuff? Yeah. Violating parole? That's not even the, that's not a drug crime. Unless, <laughs> unless he was doing This guy drugs. just hates Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> just wanted to run him just, through the mud. I hate successful people. Yeah, exactly. The more successful you are, the more I hate you. (laughs) November 2000, I was supposed to be Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) November 2000, arrested in Palm Springs for possession of cocaine and Valium. One year rehab, three years probation. That seems reasonable. April 2001, arrested in LA Alley for being under influence of a controlled substance. Three years rehab. Now clean Man, I feel like he just needed to hang out at home more. Like yeah. he just why is he running around town? Yeah. yeah. It says <laughs> getting now arrested constantly. <laughs> he's Iron Man. That's how we ended the article. So, yeah, he's just, maybe he's a fan and thought hating him. Like he's one of those Twitter haters who's like yeah. once a celebrity responds, he's like, I didn't really mean that. I didn't think you respond. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd suck your dick. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good dude. Oh, fuck. What do we got next here? Got some more. Some more drug busts. Oh, this is Us Weekly. This is some recent stuff. Maybe, maybe not. Noah Centineo. Don't know this guy. In a February 2020 interview with Harper's Bizarre, the perfect day actor candidly addressed his past with drugs. Okay, that's not a... This isn't. This drugs. might not be a good one. No. We're canceling it. Canceled. 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 Try to find the one that's got, like, the big drug bus. I that's thought it, I had it first. No. No, 30, I mean, it's got, 30. like, um... Drugabuse.com. Drew Barrymore. Not that one. No, not that one. It's like uh, like cartel drug bus. Is this a third wave famous psychedelic? Twenty largest drug seizures. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's we'll go one. over that. We did enough celebrities one for now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I thought I thought I had this one first. It's Technical okay. difficulties here. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll clip it up for the for the folks, but hopefully you watch the full pod. If you don't, you're dumb because you're missing out on some good jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you want to hate on us, email us, text us. We'll respond. That's fun stuff. Yeah. Or, uh, we'll read your shit out and call you a fucking jackass. Yeah. Comment on the Twitter. Comment on the YouTube. Comment on the Insta. But yeah. just like our stuff and five star review it. Like if you don't do that, you're a bit. You're a fucking bitch. Like there's no reason to dislike. That's fucking pussy ass shit. That is pussy ass <laughs> shit. Comment. Comment. Or text. <laughs> or even tweet at us, you know? Yeah, but, get at us. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, 20 largest drug seizures in the world from Money Inc. two years ago by Garrett Parker. So we'll see how much of a douchebag this guy is. Probably cool. <laughs> Probably cool. <laughs> <that other guy. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> But yeah, here are 20, we're going to skip over his, his pre-lock. Here are 20 of the biggest drug seizures in world history. 20, Canadian smuggling in 2018. So I think there's been a bigger drug bust since in Pittsburgh with cocaine or some crazy shit like that. But Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Canadian smuggling in 2018, 95 kilogram of cocaine, 21 million. Canadians Melina Roberge and Andre Tamine pleaded guilty to smuggling 21 million worth of cocaine from Britain to Australia. I feel like we're putting people on blast naming them, but it's in an article. So like we, yeah, <laughs> they were <laughs> their porn star friend, Jason McDonald. <laughs> 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 no, Isabel Legace, who is known as <laughs> cocaine babe. They were co- You can probably follow her on Insta at cocaine babe. They were <laughs> their stash hidden below their towels in their suitcases when the cruise ship docked in Australia. That's a good spot below the towels. Uh, yeah. Good hiding spot. Yeah. Secretive. You should have put them all up your butt. Yeah. If you're not parachuting, there's no point. Yeah, exactly. If you're not putting 95 kilograms of cocaine into fucking some sort of thing that isn't something you're carrying, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you need to carry, like, a pregnant baby. Like, shove it all up there. <laughs> into the anus hole. Distribute it among friends. Like, get 95 friends, baby. Yeah. It's $21 million. You got to be able to split it. But, yeah. <laughs> we're not for smuggling. We're just against bad smuggling. <laughs> and I guess this might be the reason why, like, uh, you probably don't want to like <laughs> just have rehab like the o- maybe the only reason why but yeah it was discovered in their cabin by australian border officials and the month prior to the drug seizure the pair had taken many photos of their crews and posted them on instagram the photos showed them having a great time posing in their bikinis and enjoying the good weather well they though they originally had denied their involvement in smoking the drugs they changed their plea to guilty after porn star was sentenced to a four and a half years in prison for her involvement <laughs> yeah so that's crazy four and a half years transborder railway 2010 30 tons of marijuana 21.2 million dollars nice crazy yeah so 2010 mexican marijuana traffickers wanted to transport product across the border of mexico and california inspired by events of history they built their own version of an underground railroad yeah fucking of course fucking cultural appropriation (laughs) <laughs> yeah what the fuck's wrong with these assholes 
<laughs> well, I, I was confused when I read that because I was like, they didn't actually have an underground railroad, which is what the Mexican people are doing. Yeah. So let's. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the person who read this, wrote this article doesn't know what the fuck the underground railroad even is. Yeah, it wasn't the underground railroad, and it's not an El Chapo tunnel. That's an underground railroad type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't like you go from someone's house to house by night. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was like literally traveling underground through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> That's also not what this is because they clearly ran it. What? It, how's it a train? Police became suspicious when they saw it. It's not a train, it's just a fucking tunnel. Then why is it the Transborder Railway 2010? What the fuck? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's no railroad. But, yeah, let me read this. Police became suspicious. No worries, man. Good to good to wonder what the fuck's going on. This is probably a friggin' CIA-written article. Andrew <laughs> Ryan might be CIA, too. Who knows? Why does he only have 12 <laughs> articles? <laughs> but, yeah, he's probably an RCMP agent. They probably paid him $475,000 cash. <laughs> <laughs> he also shot 22, 22 Canadians also <laughs> after rewriting this article this coronavirus wasn't out so like it wasn't a big thing in the news <laughs> they were able to ban ARs immediately after that yeah <laughs> they're like shit we're gonna have to do that mission again <laughs> oh man yeah quickly though we can't we don't, we don't want it increasing too much with inflation. <laughs> yeah, like, the way they handle Toronto transit system is so fucked up. But, yeah, sorry. Getting way off topic now. <laughs> so, what was beyond the entrance took them completely by surprise. They found a tunnel that measured approximately 1,800 feet in length. That's pretty short. 1,800 feet, that's like a mile. Yeah. Yeah, that's not crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty long, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it was a railway, but it was being used to deliver marijuana from a small crawl space at the Californian end of the tunnel under the border and into Mexico. The authorities seized what they found, which was 30 tons of marijuana. It's valued today of around $21.2 million. If it was Mexican swag, it's probably worth like 30000 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like if i don't have much extra drug dealers charge than what they pay yeah it can't be worth a lot of money <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe maybe like yeah maybe like three hundred thousand max they got ripped off by some mexican guy or the mexican sure. guy had a gun to their head <laughs> maybe it was some white guy in mexico who had a gun to their head <laughs> <laughs> That's probably much more likely for <coughs> Yeah, CIA agent. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Those are the only guys that are trying to get shit across the border. <laughs> like, fuck, you let the police catch you, you fucking idiot? They shot him. <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't know what they got charged with. <laughs> Bizarrely, two days prior to the seizure, the residents of California had voted against legalizing cannabis. That is bizarre. Why would Californians vote against legalizing cannabis? They just voted for it now, though. So. This is they, a while ago. They learned, they learned their ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah this they too. learned their lesson. Whenever this happened was 2010. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Mexican drug tunnel, another drug tunnel. Another El Chapo product. 1.1 ton of marijuana. So like peanuts compared to the last one. And 2.2 yeah. 2 tons of cocaine. So like what I got on me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we got back in the in the bunker. Yeah. What I got in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got this. We got this in the bunker. You know, we don't know how long COVID's gonna last, but four weeks will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hear they're letting people out everywhere now, but except uh, Leamington, yeah, in Ontario, because they're killing too many migrant workers. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. If like planes have coronavirus, and like that's just how it spreads, or yeah, like if it just. I think it's just the close quarters and the fact there. that they never stop. I think it's also that bad down there. Like I guess Brazil's like going crazy is that right yeah u.s is going hard again too yeah i haven't really been following the covid news yeah scares me neither. me, <laughs> me neither <laughs> i i don't even care i was watching it at first yeah. i'm like oh this is crazy and now i'm like this yeah yeah i'm just i don't need this is too morbid <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna wait in my house and i'm gonna wait until people say it's okay yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty five university tour will be there. Yeah. <laughs> once uh everyone has gotten coronavirus and is cured. Yeah. Once we get it, we'll go. Until we get it, we'll wait till there's herd immunity or something. <sighs> but yeah. Right on. The Mexican drug get to the sixty one million. <laughs> So Bob's story is not unusual. Oh. In fact, this has been one of the most common techniques of smuggling drugs between the two countries throughout history. The tunnel which runs from Ote Meza to Tijuana is believed to be the longest tunnel discovered of its kind as your measure is almost half a mile in length. Although no official figures have been released about this drugs haul, it is estimated at around 61 million. Columbia 2016, 8.8 .8 tons of cocaine. Unfortunately, Columbia is the setting for many drug seizures as drug use is prolific in this country. 2016, Colombian authorities seized a massive 8.8 .8 tons, estimated street value of 240 million. Authorities revealed the drugs were discovered in an underground hole at a banana farm in the Caribbean town of Turbo, which is less than 300 miles from Bogota, the capital of Colombia. The cocaine was stashed inside 359 bags and is the largest drug seizure in Colombia of all time. According to the police, the cocaine belonged to notorious Usaga clan, who are well known for their involvement in drugs. Three people were arrested during the operation. This next one's interesting. <laughs> Saudi Arabia, 2014, 22.6 million of amphetamine pills. 267 million yeah yeah in fairly <laughs> recent drugs six people were arrested in saudi arabia after they attempted to smuggle 22.6 million pills into the country hidden the pills inside rolls of plastic co coils of barbed wire such strange luggage was probably enough to draw attention to them in the first place the street value of such large quantity of amphetamine pills is estimated at 267 million next 15, Operation Aussie X, 2008. 4.4 tons of MDMA, 309 million. One of the biggest ex-seizures in history was conducted by Australian authorities. The Australian Federal Police stung an ecstasy supplier in, 
based in Melbourne. The year-long operation involved them arresting people involved in the drug supply at every level. Some of those arrested for their involvement, including dock workers, freight haulers, and drug bosses. The drugs were being imported from Italy inside 3,000 cans of tomatoes and arriving at the docks in Melbourne. The operation involving drugs involved recovering the drugs from a sprawling mansion in Griffith. Police seized drugs, which consisted of 15 million MDMA pills weighing 4.4 tons, a street value of 309 million. Many disappointed ravers following the sting. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 14. I'm sure they were fine. Yeah, exactly. They probably just took um, like meth or other shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 14 columbia 2017 12 tons of cocaine 360 million in november 2017 columbia was once again yeah no doubt bah police seized 12 tons of cocaine that were found underground at four different farms in the antiqua province which is banana growing region it's estimated that this haul is a market price of around 360 million however there is enough cocaine to break down into 11 million hits of one each one gram each, which ha- this has a street value of around six sixty million. This person loves math, <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably getting ripped off for their cocaine. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> this seizure <laughs> was made through the combined efforts of because of local forces and international intelligence. Because I always find police it super inflate the value as well. <laughs> yeah, well that's what how much they're selling it for on the yeah. street. You know, like there's no way. <laughs> If I was to buy 12 tons of cocaine, there's no way it would cost me 360 million. That's how much you yeah, could sell so, it for once you got well, it in the country, yes. They just want to say... Broke it down into pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they just you, want to pretend like that they're fucking doing more than they are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a way to... You have to have a way to measure it, I guess, e- evenly. So they're always like, we'll just say what the street value is in pounds. If it's X or grams, if it's Y. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. If we don't know where to get cheap drugs, we use the internet. So RCP can easily entrap us. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And also street merchants and, uh, of course, of course, our local provincial approved suppliers for cannabis. Yeah. 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 Now, when they legalize the other drugs or medicinal, make a mushroom medicinal, I'll be the first one to sign up for that stuff. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Here, microdosing cures like cluster headaches. It's good for weight loss, good for all kinds of crazy shit. So, like, I don't yeah. understand why you got to take pharmaceuticals to do all that stuff or like random ass supplements that might be crazy ass caffeine pills or some shit that could kill you if you accidentally take four instead of two (laughs) yeah Yeah. all that shit's been like seems seems to be super unhealthy the more and more information we get on it but has already been approved yeah exactly exactly crazy shit there but yeah back to the list uh Mm -hmm. number 13 afghanistan 2008 260 tons of hashish 376 million Oh yeah, this story is hilarious. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They they blow it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A stash of hash was found in underground military trenches and bunkers in Afghanistan. It was equivalent to the weight of thirty double-decker buses. Rather than waste man hours trying to remove the stash, 
The military took a rather unusual approach to getting rid of the drugs. They opted to call in an airstrike to destroy the trenches and bunkers, as this would ultimately also destroy the drugs. Somehow there's a picture. No, there's no picture with this one. The next, because <laughs> they blew the fuck <laughs> out of it. Yeah, the next one they got pictures with 14 tons of cocaine, 400 million. Pacific Ocean 2016. Uh, the United States Coast Guard also play a role, although it's usually land-based forces responsible for seizing drugs, because drugs arriving in the United States often originate from overseas and arrive by boat. This was the case on April 8, 2016, when the United States Coast Guard was responsible for seizing 14 tons of cocaine in the eastern Pacific Ocean. So, number 11, the 2005 Colombian seizure, also 14 tons of cocaine. Somehow, in 2005, it was worth more than in 2016, and it said <laughs> it was 415. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, whatever you want to believe about this list, but uh, or the police, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is should be nothing. Uh, well, in America, <laughs> opposing political parties battle out their differences with words on television. Things are taken much more serious in Colombia, Colombia, and violence is often involved. There are extreme differences between the right-wing Auto Defensas, United to Colombia, AUC, and the left-wing Marxist revolutionaries. So kind of like what uh, the USA is at now. CIA and FBI agents, Donald Trump supporters, or uh, left-wing Marxist re revolutionaries, and also counterintelligence agents and uh, KGB. Secret Trump supporters and KGB. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. We know somehow people lied in those polls, or the polls only asked people that voted for <laughs> the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of dumbass is going to answer a poll? No right wing person is going <laughs> to. Also, also, like a left wing person, like if they're fucking busy enough, they're not going to answer the fucking poll. The, the elites aren't. It's just yeah. some fucking dumbass who's. Who are also the same people on Twitter who are trying to get their fucking dog, fucking yeah. some sort. We're just like, oh, someone's people. calling me and asking me my opinion. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to waste your time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, I I just shared a smoothie with my puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, because they're my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then uh yeah exactly saying all sorts of crazy shit the same way people on the right do but they would still they still wouldn't fill out a poll though <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they like, i don't trust the damn poll <laughs> <laughs> they don't realize that actually gets your voice heard instead they'd rather fucking just say this crazy shit and get banned off of fucking twitter and do it on 4chan or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> meanwhile they could just like fucking yell it from the mountaintops or their backyard or whatever and no one's gonna ban them from anything unless like the cops are in their area and they're not a white person <laughs> 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 yeah which is pretty fucked up yeah but anyways yeah i guess colombian drugs are worth more than pacific ocean drugs because who knows who knows what happened over 11 years where money went up a bunch, but drugs went down in price. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, a drug haul in 2005 brought the two sides together in an issue, those Marxists and the right-wingers. Colombian police sees a haul of cocaine found in the Mira River 
That was one of the biggest seizures of this drug ever in the world at the time. The 14 tons of cocaine were owned by the AUC and guarded by the Marcuses. The value of the seizure at the time was around 350 million. Okay, so equivalent to 415 million in today's money. So that's, that, I guess that's fair. I don't know. But yeah, we must have lost Todd with a dead phone. He'll be back soon. I'll keep going on through the drug bus in the meantime. So yeah, Mexican uh, Bungle 2010. 105 tons of marijuana. This operation, which became known as Bungle, was the biggest in Mexican history. It involved a shootout in which nobody died, but 11 people were arrested in relation to trafficking and supplying drugs. The operation led to the seizure of 105 tons of marijuana that had a value of 425 million. However, it was not just the size of the hall that made this operation famous. It was also the way in which drugs were packaged. They were very indiscreetly wrapped in brightly colored packaging that boasted pictures of famous cartoon characters. One of these was Homer Simpson from The Simpsons. <laughs> On the picture, he was shown to be shouting, Void the Majara, quiet away. This <laughs> as I'm gonna get high, dude. <laughs> <laughs> With such blatant packaging, it was little wonder that those responsible were caught and jailed. <laughs> so who probably a CIA operation they thought was a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Welcome back, Todd. <laughs> Thanks. Cut out for a sec. <laughs> yeah. We thought maybe your phone died, but we're glad it was just something weird because saw you were still in the whole uh chat the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I was just uh internet connection, I think. Yeah. It's life. Gotta deal with the whole uh COVID times. We would yeah. be in our brand new studios, but uh, yeah. we're taking extra precautions for coronavirus. So uh, we're hiding in the, an underground bunker. Yeah, we're in the <laughs> underground bunker, but we're social distancing. So uh, yeah, also in different uh, rooms. Yeah, exactly. We got a nice, nice studio, but because we have to social distance, and unfortunately, it's like small enough where we can't be six feet away from each other. We didn't want to have to wear masks because we know some people hate them. <laughs> it's smart to wear them out in public. Uh, voice your opinions on Twitter because we know the government's watching there same <laughs> with Facebook and Instagram but wear your fucking mask out in public respect the dumb old people who are sick and not wearing their mask who are going to get you sick if you don't wear one and then you don't want to spread it to your own grandma because <laughs> 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 yeah they're like putting it into long term care homes or it's getting spread there faster or some shit because people there got weaker immunity. So yeah, you got to think about that. Even if you're not going to get sick somewhere where people got weaker immunities and live together, they could all get sick and they go to the store without a mask and cause you don't got your mask on to yeah. maybe block all the oxygen, but also block out their fucking spit <laughs> moisture molecules. Like you, uh, you won't get sick and you'll be able to hang out with your grandma still or fucking eat lunch with your children that have asthma or one lung or whatever the thing that you got to worry about is. So yeah, just be fucking smart about wearing masks. Wear them. Don't, 
don't don't wear them just don't fucking go to the store if that's what you're gonna do get delivery instead like fucking, <laughs> fucking don't complain about the laws fucking we we know in some states you don't have to wear your helmet is that smart probably not because <laughs> the paramedics have to come pick that guy up off the road yeah so at the same time like i i don't wish coronavirus on anyone and i do hope anyone that gets it is asymptomatic but if you aren't and you end up spreading it to other people or you are asymptomatic and you end up spreading it to other people because you didn't wear a mask, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and you should tell people about it so that fucking no one else, people start shut up about not wearing a mask. But yeah, not to be too preachy about it, but. Yeah, you're about the mask. I yeah. hear you. I just think on like public transit in busy places, like wear a mask, like. If you're doing a quick run to the corner store or you're driving your car around places like, yeah, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. That's fair. It's, but it's like, unfortunately people don't wear seatbelts all the time. So like, and people speed all the time. So the fact that people get into these accidents speeding, maybe they should have been wearing a seatbelt. Maybe they didn't need one if they weren't speeding. Maybe they didn't need one at all if they just fucking we're smarter drivers, but people fuck shit up and then there's rules on us because people are fucking shit up. So be smart. So they don't have to yeah. put the fucking rules on us. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. If you, if you just like, there's a really dumb rule in California. You have to wear your mask driving in your car or something like that. Like I get it if you're an Uber driver, but if you're alone in your car, like that's fucking dumb as shit. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, what if you live in your fucking car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, res- no respect. <laughs> no. But, but yeah, that's a good, uh, good break mid, mid dr- 20 largest drug seizures. Yeah. Try to power through the rest. And, and yeah, we appreciate you listening to the bonus pod and the pod in general, especially through these tough times. Uh, if you're driving to work or if you don't give a shit about coronavirus or politics, like you should have skipped through that stuff, you dummy. <laughs> and if you did and you just heard me say that i'm sorry bro <laughs> but we're getting back into the drug bus so yeah number nine yeah. panama operation deck two right on. seven twenty tons of cocaine <laughs> six seventy million rather than using the tried and tested method of swallowing balloons or condoms filled with cocaine as a way of smuggling the drug because it's 20 tons like i don't understand what this person thinks they would do like other than like get like you know like 20,000 people to swallow them uh, <laughs> a group of panama yeah. smugglers like that's kind of a if you got a good instagram following maybe like if you do a fire festival fake thing maybe you can get that many people to, there to <laughs> but like i don't know like th- those girls on the cruise in the first one should have all got everyone on the cruise to swallow a little bit of the drugs then they would have made it through then they would have been solid yeah exactly yeah exactly. They would have got all their drugs back and there would have been no problems with what people asked for after that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But yeah, anyways, the cartel loaded numerous bales of cocaine into cargo containers. They then put these on the top deck of a freighter. Unfortunately, the DEA and Coast Guard became aware of their operation and seized the drugs from a Panamanian ship called Catan. The seizure involved a haul of 20 tons of cocaine that had a staggering value of 670 million. 
This took place in 2007, and at that time it was the largest maritime cocaine seizure conducted by the United States forces. Number eight, the UK's biggest haul, 2015, 3.2 tons of cocaine. <laughs> 697 million. So we're getting good up here. Oh, yeah. Million. In April 2015, the biggest drug seizure in UK history took place. UK's lame as shit. Uh, took place, <laughs> and this resulted in the arrest of two Turkish men, of course. <laughs> 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 who later both pleaded guilty. Not surprised. Yeah, exactly. They probably weren't even Turkish, just this is the news set they were because of fucking yeah. how anti-Turk everything seems to be. But, uh, <laughs> I if if the if what we know about Turks is true, yeah, they're fucking Armenian killers. They deserve to be fucking roasted like they are. But anyway. <laughs> uh who later both pleaded guilty to attempting to smuggle 3.2 tons of cocaine into the United Kingdom. This drug haul had an estimated street value of six ninety-seven million. One representative for the police said that this was the equivalent to a full year's worth of drug seizures. So yeah, also pretty lame guy. I I don't know that representative of the police was full of shit. So that's like must be some counterintelligence type shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drugs are found in a rather unusual way. Officers searching a vessel in Aberdeen Harbor found a tiny quantity of cocaine on the end of one of the drill bits they were using during the search. <laughs> That's not unusual. This led to further investigation yeah. from the French authorities that the ta ta Tanzanian registered vessel Hamel was off the west coast of the UK. It was their belief that it was carrying a large quantity of cocaine. When the vessel was found in search, the huge stash of drugs were discovered. So it sounds like they do this type of shit all the time. And <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they knew beforehand and we're just like, oh, you got cocaine on this drill bit? Yeah, Searching exactly. the whole boat. And they already had the, they already knew. Exactly. They Why are they even on these drills if they, yeah. um, like, that's probably expensive as fuck. <laughs> but you yeah. have some tips. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. NSA tips. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever the UK version of that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. UK essay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, some probably something cooler but or lamer and that's why the usa did it different some cooler whatever you want to believe. <laughs> they're both yeah. commonwealth at the end of the day they both speak english <laughs> just one's both, given up on the anglosphere yeah one's given up on use <laughs> yeah <laughs> and proper english <laughs> yeah texas 1989 14 tons of cocaine i got the thing on me somehow the 14 tons of cocaine is worth one billion dollars even though, let me scroll up here. Let me scroll up. 14 tons of cocaine. $415 million. $400 million. 14 tons of cocaine. $1 billion. I don't even want to read this thing after reading that. But yeah, <laughs> it was 1989. So yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe they were tight on the cocaine then. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Texan authorities co conducted a double bus. The first bus was off a ship off the Texas coast. Authorities found five co tons. And a related bus on the same day found nine tons. In the house of the suspected drugs kingpin. It's believed the cocaine originated in Colombia, so the bus was a huge pain for the drug lords in this country. It's estimated making it one of the most successful seizures in history of the United States. That the total street value of the cocaine was in the region of one billion maybe 415 billion maybe 400 billion i mean millions those are millions 
<laughs> and it says one billion. Now it's only worth four hundred million. So take it, take without what you will. Number six, Australia, twenty fourteen, two point eight tons of amphetamines and MDMA, one point five billion. MDMA and amphetamine are two of the most popular drugs in Australia. However, these drugs are potentially lethal. I don't know if that's true. Probably amphetamine addiction. Maybe MDMA. Probably. Yeah, just it depends how you make with. it. Yeah, probably just what the MDMA is cut with. But Australian authorities are cracking down hard, seizing drugs. November 14, 2014, is a large haul. These had arrived in Australia via sea cargo from Hamburger in Germany. They were concealed within the containers inside furniture. Number Ooh. five, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, 2010. 30 tons of Captagon materials, 1.6 billion. <laughs> in 2010, <laughs> Saudi Arabian and Turkish authorities seized 30 tons of ingredients that are intended to create a pill, Captagon. This drug is also commonly known as the Jihad pill. It's commonly shipped between the two countries. There have been many seizures of this drug in the last two decades. However, this is one of the largest seizures to date. There's enough of these ingredients to create approximately 200 million of the tablets, which are psychostimulants. Number four, the Pablo Escobar seizures, 1984. 14 tons of cocaine. Somehow worth 2.2 billion, even though now it's worth 400 million. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Escobar was one of the biggest cocaines in history. At the height of his criminal activities, he was earning millions every day. He achieved such a high income by supplying around 50% of cocaine to the United States. That amounts disputed up and down. His operation was so big, it took many vehicles. A lot of the drugs were made in a secret lab in a jungle called Tranquilidia. This lab had its own airstrip and a personal army. It even had off-the-grid electricity and water supplies in dorms for those who worked there. The DEA were desperate to catch this kingpin and used tracking devices on his raw materials to hunt him down and seize his drugs. The seizure took place in 84, and the DEA recovered approximately 14 tons of cocaine. Dope series on Netflix that's like a drama, if you want to watch it. It's like action drama. At today's value, this was yeah. worth around 2.2 billion which is bullshit it's worth 400 million uh, <laughs> however this would have only, according to the other parts of the article it's probably worth even less uh, however this would, this would have yeah. only made a small dent in pablo escobar's yearly income which believed to be around 25 billion annually around at the time so if there was 25 billion known in 1984 going to drug kingpins imagine how much money is illegally underground today yeah like 100%. way more than Jeff Bezos. But anyways, yeah, I, my computer might die. So we'll power through these. And uh, okay. Number three, San Francisco bus, 1991, 1,059 pounds of heroin, supposedly worth 5 billion. We don't have anything to compare that against heroin addicts in San Francisco found a little more difficult to get their fix after a bus in 91. That That's probably bullshit. Yeah, they probably can get it just fine. Yeah, there might have been a drought, but this article is just pretending like the drug war is going well. Yeah, exactly. They're drug war. That's what's bothering me. They're drug <laughs> war lovers. <laughs> but yeah, the the amounts get bigger, even though the the amounts stay the same. The dollar amounts get bigger. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Funny too, though. But yeah, the authorities could claim they were responsible for the biggest haul of heroin ever. There's even TV footage of their haul as television crews witnessed the stash. When 1,059 pounds of China white heroin in 59 boxes arrived in the Bay Area from Thailand. Police were there ready to seize it. 
So it could have all been an intelligence operation set up to look good. Because we know they do that kind of thing, like try to nuke the moon, if you want to watch a Space Force episode. <laughs> yeah. Just to look good. But yeah, the hull had a value of around $5 million at the street value of today. So it says $5 million here, but they put $5 billion up top. <laughs> <laughs> its value was greater than that of the DEA budget for the year of 2010. So yeah, probably meant to put five billion there. They're dumbasses typo. How did you miss that yeah. typo on both the writing and the editing? So commanders of the drug war estimated that the hall was equivalent to five percent of the heroin produced in the world in 1991. California Hall, 1989, number two, 21 tons of cocaine, 13 billion. If we do the math, 14, 21. That's 1.5 times 400 that's really 600 million but they're saying 13 billion maybe it was worth that much in 1989 but they also said that 14 tons were worth 1 billion in texas yeah so they're just making numbers up yeah exactly so ridiculous so yeah most people living in california residential community located in foothills of san gabriel mountains were aware they had a criminal neighbor there was home to rafael monaz talavera a big time kingpin in 1989, 21 tons of coke was seized from his warehouse. Although this was a small change in compared to the 77 tons that had passed through the warehouse in the previous year, probably thousands of times more, it was large enough haul to become a record-baking drug seizure. It is a current street value of 13 billion. The quantity is enough for every single resident of the United States to enjoy five lines of cocaine. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been stomped and cut like 100,000 times. Uh, yeah. The transportation costs alone for the trafficking such a large quantity of drugs had set Telvera back $81 million. In addition to the haul of cocaine, police also seized $12 million in cash. So this guy should know better. That's why you joined the CIA. They'll cover the cost of transportation. Could have kept that. <laughs> <laughs> and you get paid as a contractor too. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, uh, number one, Afghanistan 2009. 92 tons of opium and poppy seeds. So again, this thing is two years old. And uh, this one says that 92 tons of opium and poppy seeds is priceless, but you can put a price on it. <laughs> so yeah, there, there must be a price. <laughs> one of the biggest fundraising activities for terrorist groups such as the Taliban is uh, US government funding. <laughs> this yeah. guy thinks it's opium trafficking though. <laughs> it's estimated that approximately 90% of the opium in the world originates in Afghanistan. The Afghan forces led a 2009 operation to seize 92 tons of opium and poppy seeds. As this is such a huge haul, it's difficult to put a price on the value of these drugs. However, the Afghan forces considered it triumph in both the war on drugs and the war on terrorism. It is credited as the biggest ever drug seizure conducted by the Afghan forces. However, there are those that argue this seizure came at a price. The operation was described as uncoordinated and ineffective, and it led to the loss of 60 members of the forces. The drugs were destroyed when the forces ordered an airstrike on the stash. So yeah. because they blew it up, they never bothered pricing it out. Unlike that yeah. other hash stash they found and were like, let's just blow it. <laughs> but yeah there's got to be a price on 92 tons of opium and poppy seeds yeah priceless <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't understand like it says he's a personal 
finance freelance writer and journalist. So yeah, he definitely doesn't understand money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, there's, we had a few other articles about this, this type of shit, but I think that's all we really should cover for now. For. Cause we really, we gave you guys a good amount. We, we got to get into the, the regular pod. We want to yeah. cover Sydney Godley for you this week. So we're going to save that, uh, for this next episode it's coming out in about a week's time depends how quickly we get to launch this bonus epi yeah <laughs> but yeah anything else you wanted to say about those uh drug busts the celebrity ones or those big ass ones Todd? no i think that's good all right we'll save Pretty some more of our dumbass thoughts for the next pod yeah <laughs> and <laughs> so we can uh share those with you and yeah, hopefully you can share yours with us too. We want you to comment. Uh, we want you to email us or text us or send us a voicemail. We'll reply to it on the show. And yeah, if you yeah. Want to rate us five stars, do so. If you don't want to rate us five stars, don't even fucking bother, but subscribe, like, do the good shit. <laughs> good vibes <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to get your feedback and uh, make the show better for you if you do have any feedback. We. We're down for good critics, but put it in the comments and the emails and shit. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, thanks right again for listening. We'll uh, be back soon. <laughs> Cheers.